Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to go back to the basics, really, and just chat all about different podcast terminology, because there's so many terms that we need to know, and they aren't really talked about too often. If you're new to the podcasting world, some of these terms might be unfamiliar to you. So I wanted to provide you with an episode where we dive all into the basic terms and their meanings, so you know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to podcasting. And I think it's really important to understand the logistics and the back end of your podcast, even if you're going to be outsourcing it in the future, because I don't know, that's just how I've always operated. I like to know how something works before I go ahead and hand it off to someone else in case that person doesn't work out and I need to onboard someone else. And I just like to know that what is being done is right and correct. So I think it's really important to know these things, even if you're not planning on managing your podcast by yourself long-term. And this is not a completely exhaustive list because that would take forever, but I try to include the terms I think you would absolutely need to know as a new podcaster. So if you're not new to podcasting, I recommend skipping this episode and joining me again next week because it's pretty basic when it comes to the terminology. There is some stuff that's not as basic, but I feel like you won't get as much value out of it unless you're a new podcaster. So let's get into it. So the first one I want to talk about is your podcast host. So a lot of people do know what this means, but some people might not. So a podcast host is similar to a website host. So you use this to distribute your episodes to places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, just to name a few. And there's a couple different podcast hosts out there. I always like to recommend either Libsyn or Buzzsprout. Those are my two favorites. There's plenty others out there, but those are just the ones I always recommend because I think they're really easy to use. They have everything you need. So yeah, that is a podcast host. So next up we have post-production. So post-production is what takes place after the episode has been recorded. So the things like editing and show notes creation, graphics creation, etc., all happen in the post-production process. So typically if you are going to outsource your podcast, you will be working in the pre-production process yourself. So you'll be doing the outlining, the reaching out to guests and recording. And then if you outsource your post-production, that's what your podcast manager typically will handle. Some podcast managers do the pre-production process as well, but most of the time they are working on the post-production stuff for you. Next up, we have a podcast RSS feed. So this allows users to subscribe to your podcast in order to listen to it without having to visit the exact website where your podcast is located. Your RSS feed is what you submit to different podcast directories to get listed there, which we will talk about podcast directories and things like that later. But that is what your RSS feed is. It's just a URL that helps get your podcast to all these different directories. So next up, we have the DAW, and this stands for Digital Audio Workstation. So it's basically a software used for recording, editing, producing audio files. So not everyone records in a DAW um, or DAW, but it's definitely where you use to produce the after 
part. So the post-production stuff, but some people do record in their DAW, which they use like GarageBand or I don't know. There's other ones you can record in Audacity as well. So some people record in them, some don't, but I just wanted to share that because if you see DAW, a lot of editors and stuff talk about that and it might be confusing to you. So I just wanted to include this in there as well. So next up, we have two different microphones. I wanted to include these kind of in the same spot. So first up, we have a condenser mic. So a condenser mic is the preferred mic for studio recording because it just really hones in on your voice. So the Yeti mic, if you guys are familiar with the Yeti mic, that is a condenser microphone. And then on the other hand, we have a dynamic mic, which is actually what I'm recording on right now. So the Samsung Q2U is a dynamic microphone and dynamic mics are great for podcasting and preferred if you have a noisy room or loud co-host, or you have multiple mics set up. And I think dynamic mics, they filter out the background noise really well. So I think that's why they are great to use. And they're great for newbie podcasters because a lot of the time we don't always have the most professional setup. So having a dynamic mic really helps that if you don't have a ton of carpet in your room. I know my room personally is tile with a rug and then some furniture. So it can be a little echoey. And when I switched to the dynamic mic from a condenser mic, I noticed a big difference in the echo. Next up, we have the microphone gain. So this is the volume of sound being transferred into your system. So you may hear people say that you need to adjust your gain. So that's what that's going to be. And my microphone actually has a volume control, but it doesn't really have anything like super fancy, like my Yeti mic did with the gain. But yeah, so your mic may not have that directly on your microphone. But yeah, next up, we have another tool for your microphone, which is a pop filter. So a pop filter reduces the effect of plosive thumps by disrupting and or diverting high energy air away from the microphone's diaphragm. And this in simpler terms basically helps you make your P's not sound so harsh. So when you're like, I don't have a pop filter personally, but it just makes your P's not sound so harsh and kind of like blowing into the microphone essentially. All right. Next up, we have the standard intro and the standard outro. So the standard intro is something that you run every single episode before you dive into the content. You can change it up if you'd like on a seasonal basis or whatever that is, but typically you keep your standard intro the same to make it really easy. And then we have a standard outro. So this is what runs right after the episode content and usually directs people to leave a review and take further action, whether that's engaging with you on social media or joining your email list or whatever you want that action to be. So those are pretty typical. And I always recommend our clients having both a standard intro and outro. Next up, we have metadata or ID3 tags. So this is a metadata container used to store information about an MP3 file within the audio file itself. So you might notice if you have an editor or you edit yourself, if you do have an editor, they usually include these ID3 tags. So when you upload to your host, whether that's Libsyn or Buzzsprout or another host, it populates the information. So the title of the episode and different things like that. So it just helps there. And I think it's important to include if you are an editor because then your client doesn't have to populate that for you. And it just helps when it's circulating across the interwebs, essentially. Next up, we have the mix down. So I don't typically use this term, but I know quite a few people do. So this 
really the final edited version of your episode, including all the necessary elements or your standard intro, outro, whatever that may be. It's just the final version of your episode. I just call it the final version, but a lot of people call it mixed down. So I wanted to include that as well. Next up, we have split tracks. This is where you record on two separate tracks rather than one. And this makes editing a lot easier since you can manipulate the tracks separately. So you're not having to edit on the same track and worry about editing out someone else's voice that you weren't meaning to essentially. So I think split tracks is great, especially if you have an editor because you want to make their life as easy as possible. Next up, we have two types of files. So we have a WAV file or a WAV file. I don't know. I never say it out loud in an MP3 file. So the WAV file is an uncompressed file. And this is usually what we edit our own client's podcast in because it is an uncompressed file. And then once the file is complete, then we turn it into an MP3 file. So I just recommend using this for your final files as it's a more compressed file. So it's not as large when you're uploading to your host because I know a lot of hosts have limits on uploading in terms of how big the file is and whatnot. So this kind of helps compress it and make it smaller. Next up, we have directories. So a directory would be something like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, et cetera. So that's a directory. And then this kind of goes hand in hand with that would be a podcast distribution. So you can use your hosts, Libsyn, Buzzsprout, et cetera, to distribute your podcast to all the different podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera. So when people talk about launching their podcast, I'm like, oh, I have to submit to Apple and Spotify and stuff. This is the podcast distribution process. So submitting to all those different channels. And then next up, before we dive into the ad section of this episode, it's not an ad. It's where I talk about ad definitions. We have a serial and episodic podcast. So these are the two types of kind of episodes that we have. So a serial podcast is a podcast that should be listened to in a very specific order as each episode kind of builds upon the previous one. So some examples of this are, would, wouldn't you guess some, a podcast called serial. I'm sure you all have heard of that, but that one should be listened to in a serial order. And then also up and vanished in these, if you're not familiar with both true crime podcasts that dive into a specific crime. So if you listen to it out of order, it wouldn't really make any sense. Cause you'd be learning about things before you hear about other things that you need to know that are relevant. And then the next one is episodic podcast. So this is a podcast that you can listen to in absolutely any order that you'd like because the episodes just don't have a specific listening order. And that's how this podcast is. That's how most podcasts really are. But yeah, those are the two different type of like episodes that you have. Either they're episodic or serial. And then next up, we have the ad section. So I wanted to separate the ads because there's quite a few different terms related to ads. So first up, we have the ad sponsorship. So a traditional ad sponsorship is where you are being paid to share about a product or service on your podcast. So the advertiser will usually have guidelines on the length of the ad, where they want the ad to be inserted, what talking points they want you to cover and things of that sort. So that is what an ad sponsorship is. And this can be for a big company, a small company, it doesn't really matter just as long as they are paying you money to talk about their product on your podcast, that's an ad sponsorship. Okay. So now let's dive into the different areas that you can put your ad. So we have pre-roll, mid-roll and post-roll. So first let's talk about pre-roll. So a pre-roll ad is an ad segment that happens before your show even begins. So it can be before your standard intro or just before you dive into your actual episode content. So advertisers will ask for that. Sometimes they'll be like, I want a pre-roll ad. So just to get you familiar with that, if you plan on having sponsors in the future. Next up, we have a, a mid-roll ad. So a mid-roll ad is 
you guessed it, an ad segment that is inserted in the middle of your episode. And I personally find these ads to be the most effective for getting your listeners to take action. And I definitely think if you do have mid-roll ads, those should be higher priced than your pre and post-roll because it's baked into the middle where people are already engaged and already listening and they're less likely to fast forward. So I definitely think these should be higher priced if you do have sponsorships. And then lastly, in terms of the different ad placements, we have a post-roll ad. So this is an ad segment that occurs after your content. So just so you guys are familiar, pre, mid, and post, these are different places that advertisers may ask for you to put your ads if you end up having sponsors in the future. And then we have self-hosted ads. So a self-hosted ads essentially ads about your own products and services, or you could do something you're an affiliate for or something like that. Anything like that will be considered a self-hosted ad because you're not getting paid directly to talk about it. If you make sales from the affiliate, yes, you'll get paid, but you're not getting paid just for sharing about it. You, you have to get, you'll get paid if someone actually goes over to the website and makes a purchase. So that is a self-hosted ad. And then we also have dynamically inserted ads. So this is a piece of audio that is recorded and produced separately from a podcast episode. And the creative is stitched into the podcast episode file at the time of the download when the ad targeting conditions are met. So this is not like already baked into the episode. It gets added on in the future. And Buzzsprout has a really cool feature with dynamic ad insertion. So if that is something you're interested in checking out in the future, Buzzsprout's a good option for you there. But yeah, so I know that was a lot. That was a lot of definitions. And I'm sure you have some that you had never heard of before. So if you want to check out the full glossary of terms, you can head to the show notes because we'll have each definition listed out for you. If you just go to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com, it should be the very first episode on the page. If you are listening to this on the day it released, if not, it's going to be SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash episode dash 208. But first things first, I do want to know, did you know all the terms listed here? If not, or even if you did, I'd love to know your biggest takeaway from this episode. What did you learn? Let me know. I want to know. You can DM me on Instagram at Jenny Sunnison. So that's J-E-N-N-Y-S-U-N-E-S-O-N. And let me know what you learned. I love talking to you guys. I love hearing from you. Like I said, like I say all the time, really, this is such a one-way thing. So it's always nice to know who's listening, what you're learning, all that good stuff. And if you're listening to this and you haven't launched yet, I wish you the best of luck with your launch and enjoy it because it's such a fun time and podcasting is going to change your life. So yeah, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, like Apple podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.